everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord on this Easter episode. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. <laughs> the one-two punch of Lars Olson and Zachary Braca for you. Uh, thanks for being here, both of you. My pleasure, as always, Mason. Yeah, great to be here. Well, Zachary, it's Easter Sunday, and uh, everybody's going to be dressed in uh, whites and uh, smelling all the lilies, That's and right. we're going to be talking about what are the right hymns to sing for Easter Sunday. And uh, you've selected for us, I Know That My Redeemer Lives, to talk about this year. Yep. Uh, what uh, What do you want to tell us about this hymn? Well, uh, this hymn, I think uh, on the, the first episode um, of uh, Sing to the Lord, we talked about the Anglicans invading the Lutheran hymnal. In this case, uh, we have a Baptist, uh, believe it or not, who wrote this. This is uh, Samuel Medley, um, who wrote the hymn in 1779, and so he was wounded in in war while serving in the Navy, and um, I don't think he was not a a minister at that time, but after he survives uh, war and and being wounded, he he goes back and becomes a Baptist minister and later writes down uh, this this hymn. Uh, So um, that's what we know about this. Yeah, well, uh, the the um, the title is, seems to be the 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 major theme throughout this. Just I know that my redeemer lives, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't seem to say a whole lot about the events of either Jesus' death or the events of the the resurrection. But it's focusing on um, the uh, that that Christ is alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's not really um, connected to the gospel reading per se, um, but. Uh, it's been sung uh, and associated with Easter for 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 many many years for Christians and across denominations. It's of course connected to uh, the Old Testament and and the Book of Job. Um, and uh, Job wrote this. Um, he wasn't dead, but he was uh, pretty close. Uh, <laughs> everybody had abandoned him. That was, was about the last. As good thing, as dead. Yeah. As good as dead. And uh, so. Um, <laughs> He's let let down by just about everybody in his life. You know, his friends abandon him. His wife, uh, his his breath is offensive to his wife. Uh, <laughs> that's actually in the Bible. It's just great. Uh, and and you know, his his servants uh, don't answer him. And of course, we we know all about this. Friends letting us down. Our spouse telling us, "God, have you brushed your teeth? Go and if you did, please go again." Um, and 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 it doesn't take long after you retire to go back to the office, and you know the the people that once knew who you were and thought you were really something, uh, you can say, uh, "Please do this for me." And they used to spring into action. Now they they don't have any time for you. So so we know what it is to to be a little bit of joke. Uh, although um, we're maybe not as close to death, but he writes down, I know that my Redeemer lives. And um, it's really 
that particular, uh, the title and, and what's repeated in this hymn to begin and conclude, uh, the hymn is what we want people to hear, both um, through uh, podcasts like this and, of course, on Easter morning, um, come, ar- come away from this knowing uh, Christ lives for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, he does this um, across eight stanzas. <laughs> Yeah, eight stanzas. Do we have to sing all eight, Zachary? Though I would love to. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it seems like a long list. Yeah, I. Well, I can say this: if if that seems um, absolutely miserable and that it ruins Easter for you, you could get away with singing the first one and stopping. Uh, although I wouldn't recommend it, um, because that right there um, is uh, pretty much gives you the good news of Easter in a in in its most simple form. But there is a beautiful progression um, for uh, across eight stanzas with what uh, Samuel Medley does with this particular text. Um, I timed it. It takes about 30 seconds, um, maybe less if you take it at a good clip to sing one stanza. So you're not saving as much time as you might think. Um, It's not like a minute a stanza. This one can move along and it's Easter after all, so we'll do that. and uh, and so if if we dive in, um, I already said a little bit something about stanza one. Um, it, it, it of course says that Christ lives, Christ is our Redeemer, and um, that this brings us comfort in one short, brief sentence. Sometimes we think we have to do fancy things with Easter. Um, in fact, um, one congregation I know, uh, well, no, this was just the other week. I was talking with somebody, they were looking for a musician because their musician, whatever, the one that was playing couldn't any longer, retired or something. And uh, they said, do you know anybody? And I said, well, do you need a pianist or do you need more of an organist? Or uh, They said, no, it'd be really nice to have a pianist, um, uh, but uh, kind of be nice to have an organist for Easter, you know. Want something a little more for Easter, <laughs> and if we don't, if if we think that's weird because we're not all that into organ music or something, well, then uh, one congregation tried this. I don't remember why, but it was they gave out pretzels for Lent, and then on Easter they gave out chocolate cover, covered pretzels, just Ooh. to you know. So we tried to dress up Easter a yeah. little bit, and um, the, the the hymn says, "You, it's." What, what comfort this sweet sentence gives. We don't have to really do anything more than just give the promise Christ has for us, um, even though uh, we, we think it won't be Easter without fill in the blank. So um, that's the first stanza. I think it's I think it's hilarious you say that because yeah. uh, it happens all over churches, right? right. They're like, we're going to have so many people here. We have to do something more than we normally do. Right. Uh, we've got to make it really exciting. And uh, when the whole point of it is to say, Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. And by the way, if you come back next week or, or any time during the year, that's all we have for you. <laughs> that's all we have. Right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you, and if they came for the Easter egg hunt or right. for, uh, for something else and they don't have one next week, you've just disappointed them. Right. 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 <laughs> so, so better to be honest. Um, so then we might wonder, well. well but yeah. even, even more, like, so the more you pile into there, uh, the more easy it is to bury the risen Christ again. Right. And so they don't even hear this, rather than saying, uh, all we're going to say today is, Jesus is risen, uh, I know that my Redeemer lives. Right, well, and that's why this hymn really gets to the heart of things, and it's so good to sing, uh, <laughs> because it cuts through all the rest of the, the junk, right? Um, and, just, and just tells you uh, flat out. Now, you might wonder why he has to go on for eight stanzas if it's so clear. 
here in stanza one, but here um, stanza two starts what what uh, appears to be just a long uh, long list um, and uh, a, a weird response to to Easter. Um, but it's finally telling you now the benefits um, of uh, that we enjoy uh, who who have the, such a redeemer. Um, it says, of course, clearly, um, if you wonder what, uh, from what you've been uh, saved, <laughs> um, Christ lives that we might know victory over the grave from the sting of death, from another part of scripture, if you like. Um, and so, though God rules from a heavenly throne, uh, God's love reaches us now. Um, this is what it member, means to be a member of, of the church. Um, and it says he rules his church in love. This is how this happens. And, and then, I, I, really, um, three starts to, um, three and four uh, start to say a little bit more. So, I think three gets at, um, gets at something that people often assign to uh, Christianity or maybe religions generally, but it's particularly you hear it a lot of times around Christianity, that it's sort of a, a way to deal with death. This is why, why it exists and we've sort of we're, we we um, we hold on to this because it's a way to to get around the the issue, right? <laughs> but uh, stanza three says no. The blessings of this resurrection are not only found in the announcement of life beyond death. That is the message of Easter. There's no question about this. But it all this hymn will tell us now what this resurrection and what God's going to do with this in the life we have. <laughs> so we have people piled into to the sanctuary on Easter, and it it starts to tell us um, because Christ lives, our Redeemer promises us rich supply, which is not abundance of I don't know your cupboards being full in the kitchen at home, uh, you know, plenty of, of of what you need, but that in this resurrection we have all we need for life, um, nothing more. If, if the world takes everything away from you, you still have this promise and nothing will take that away. Um, and so, in, in one of the most beautiful phrases, I think, in this seemingly this list, it tells you, of course, God's there to comfort um, uh, and guide, but then also that uh, he'll, he'll hear your soul's complaint. I mean, what, <laughs> what mercy and grace of God that uh, uh, we kill God, God says... Yeah, I'll take your sin. I'll come back to life, and I'll I'll give you this promise. And while you're whining about how miserable you are, I'll hear this too. <laughs> the resurrected and ascended Lord is going to hear your complaints. Um, that's that's a a beautiful promise in here. Well, it gets to your point that this isn't just about you know getting over the fear of death. Right. The point is when death is put behind us and yeah. not something that is going to end us. Um, when we have the promise that life goes on, then you then you start to live in the daily in mm-hmm. a day in a way that's not afraid of death. Or notwithstanding our conversation about uh, Job earlier in verse uh, on stanza seven, he says he grants me daily breath. Yes. Uh, right, uh, not that uh, old stank breath of uh, you know, the, <laughs> the, uh, the, of Job, uh, but the breath of life, uh, sure. even from the dead, now risen Christ that comes to us. Um, not and it's daily. It's not just you know a whiff of it. Sure, but it is a daily breath of life that we get. Yeah, I think the the rest of these stanzas, uh, and I tried to unpack each of them in the in the notes for the podcast. But um, I, I appreciate, and I think 
one of the reasons the hymn has some staying power with with people in singing it is because it recognizes that this announcement of resurrection does not mean the end of all our difficulties in in the world. Um, And so stanza four begins to say that um, Christ lives to do a number of things for us right here. Um, Silence our fears, wipe away tears, bring comfort in the midst of trouble. And, and all in the resurrection. So when, uh, when we're fearful about what is to come, the resurrection actually promises something that's certain, <laughs> a future that we can trust. When we're weeping over the loss of, of a loved one, the resurrection is the comfort beyond, uh, beyond death for us. And when we're troubled over, um, I don't know, something we do or the way somebody's going to treat us, uh, the resurrection, the cross and, and the resurrection, the open tomb, is actually now... You, we have forgiveness to give somebody. <laughs> uh, and all of this, um, in all of this, Christ is bringing, it says, all blessings to impart. Just the blessings of heaven right here to you now. Uh, and so um, each one does this and uh, every stanza. I mean, this is why I think you sing every one. Because um, people are facing all of those things. So please don't skip stanza four if you're going to cut it down. Uh, don't don't cut because you don't know what somebody's what somebody's dealing with when there's when they come to church once or twice a year, and uh, and this hymn tells them Christ lives for that uh, for those times. Um, that's just um, really quite something. So um, finally, and I, I, we could go through all eight, but we don't have time. I'll. I'll I'll end, I think, with stanza seven, <clears throat> um, uh, and and that saying um, that Christ's victory over over death promises us the same thing. It, it says it quite clearly there. I shall conquer death, um, and then something that I find we reserve for funerals. He lives my mansion to prepare. He lives to bring me safely there. Well, we don't hear about this until we're dead, except in this hymn. All of a sudden, it appears. Thank God, because you wouldn't hear about this until you're. <laughs> you know, in the coffin yourself or in the casket. And um, uh, here it says, no, that message actually has something to say on Easter. And I like the way one person uh, has put this. He said, he compared this to uh, <laughs> to uh, being being out doing something and his, his wife calls him and says, I've, I've prepared supper for you. And um, uh, it's in the oven, it's keeping warm. And uh, when you when you get home, uh, it's it's ready for you. I've prepared this. And his comment was, um, when it says this is prepared, that means it's ready. That <laughs> means it's mine. I could go get it. What it does not mean is that I have to get in the oven to eat the supper. <laughs> it says it's there for me. So this promise, <laughs> it, yes, it's prepared. It's ready. God has done this, but it's also yours right now. And uh, you don't have to wait to get to heaven to 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 really enjoy what God is giving you this Easter, um, and that is simply that Christ lives for you, and that's where the where the uh, where the where the hymn concludes as it began. Um, that uh, th- and in a way, uh, the message you can give, I think, in this hymn is, <laughs> Jesus lives for you. You don't know who's sitting there uh, singing this hymn, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> God lives for you now, and uh, and um, and in that, this is where we place our faith.
Thanks again for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza-by-stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.